Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You know what happened to me once? <laughs> so, so funny. You know I ordered, yeah, from <laughs> Jumia, which is like, just eat or whatever. Yeah. The driver kept calling him, Madam, please, sorry, I'm on my way, I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> There's plenty of traffic, ma. Sorry, ma, I'm coming. I said, okay, cool. <laughs> An hour has passed. There's no sign of this man. <laughs> Sorry, ma. I'm still in the traffic. I'm coming. I kept calling him. He wasn't answering. He wasn't yeah. answering. Eventually, I get in touch with Jumia because I'm like, it's been like three hours. Yeah. Where is it? He he calls me back and he's like, eh, ma, is it okay if I bring it in the morning? What? <laughs> I said, no, it is certainly not. Okay, he said, I'll bring it in the morning. I said, it is not okay. And I started getting like, obviously doing my, are you okay? Did I order it tonight or did I order it in the morning? That you're asking me if you can bring it. So you're going to take my food home and bring it to me in the morning. Can you be serious and do your job that I paid you to do? You have to just, you have to have the energy Yeah, you. You still bring it in the morning. <laughs> Good morning. How's everyone doing? Very, very well, thanks. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, happy Monday. I was gonna say happy first day of winter, but it's not. It's probably what the fiftieth day of winter. Is it the fiftieth day? No, but I've just made it up. Is it autumn right now? You know, I don't know the seasons. I don't know when autumn switched. Which is the winter You know the only reason I know the order of the seasons mm -hmm. Is because of that song Winter, spring, summer or fall Oh yeah All you have Gotta to do, do is call And I'll be there Yes I will You got a friend That's the only reason So when I'm like What season's next I'm like Winter, spring, summer or fall <laughs> Yeah Music's amazing Did you um <laughs> Educational Educational What company used that song? Is it Gas? British Gas? Sounds a bit familiar, but I'm not sure. Um, I remember seeing an advert, but I don't know who it was. I think it's British Gas. They're like, always be here. Oh, bloody you've got gas. A friend in us. Uh, or you could fix our fucking gas. We don't always need you to come back. <laughs> yeah, do you know exactly. what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Do you know? I remember that time when we lived in Gallians, where um, where, um, uh, my ra I thought my radio broke down. Radio, sorry. It's because I said something that I just thought was a bit funny. It's a private joke in my head. Oh, so I crumbled when I say that. Sorry. Anyway, I'll start again. <laughs> you know what you said? I crumbled there. I was thinking, what? Sorry. Yikes. Ignore me. Let me start again. Right, let me start again. Um, my radiator broke and I was like, what the heck? And I made a big fuss. And then the landlord came and just switched on. I was really embarrassed. We had a landlord. Yeah, we had a landlord or state agent or something. Someone came. Remember. Oh no, no, oh. sorry, the landlord didn't come. They called somebody out. Oh, they called. Yeah, and they just switched just on. Switched I don't on. remember like, Love this. Just switch on. I was like, <laughs> oh, I, said, I don't think it was working before. <laughs> I don't remember you this. Don't remember. No. I was really embarrassed. Maybe it was oh, that's actually maybe you kept it a secret. But yeah. yeah, maybe I did because of I sheer don't embarrassment. That. Oh. <laughs> oh, I like my nails. I just looked at them. Let's have a look. Oh, nice. Thank you. They're really nice. <laughs> Thanks. They um. I was gonna plug a girl, but unfortunately, I can't remember her name. She's got this um salon at the moment, and they're doing nails that, like this for thirty pounds. That's like, ombre. Really good. That's um, really good. Chrome I paid thirty three pounds for this. Oh, that's good. But it's an infill. Um, and my babe is the best. She's really good. If anyone's on the east side of London, and you want a good nail tech, black girl, she's funny. We're friends now. Um, she's not someone that's gonna be like. Oh, that's too hard. Like any oh, design, even if she's do not it. done it before, she's like, well, let's try I it. Like that. And she won't charge you an arm and a leg for it. Like it's a set price for design. Mm. And no matter what you get, if it's gems, if it's 3D, if it's she, it's the same price. So it's nice. she is the best. She's the sweetest as well. I can't work out whether a I want to know. on Instagram. A-Y-Y at Slays. Anyway, a what? A-Y-Y Slays. Slays, yeah. Okay. 
Um, I can't work out, work out. Well, I don't do my nails often enough anyway. But if I want a nail babes or not, sometimes I like going and just not speaking. Mm. Do you um, know what? When I first, I, I, I'm like that as well. Mm. And when I first started going to her, I was like, you're so chatty and I'm tired. <laughs> and like, I'm so used to just this being silent time for me. Yeah. But then I started talking to her and I was like, you're fun. Aww. So now when I go in, I'm like, we could talk all day. Aww. And it, it genuinely, make the point go quicker as yeah, well. Yeah, 100%. It isn't, it doesn't feel like effort because she's 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 young, black and normal. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So even if there's a silent moment, she's not going to be like, did you hear about that? Like, she's just chill. So it's actually quite nice. It's like doing your nose with a friend, basically. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. Yeah, I just have tragic. I've thought of, of this recently, actually. I've done my nails this time last year because it came up on my highlight. And... Um, I got them green. I don't know why I done my nails green. I remember those nails. And they were like Hulk fingers. I remember They were those. so bulky. Yeah. And I've, why I thought about it, because I, I would class myself as a nice person. Yeah. But if anybody saw me at a nail salon, they would think I'm a horrible, probably racist bitch. <laughs> because I was so because, oh, angry with this flipping. woman. And she didn't, she wasn't, couldn't really speak English. But I felt, I take these things really serious, like personally as well. I feel yeah. Like doing me wrong yeah yeah, um, yeah so i even pulled my hand away i was like what are you doing and another woman said that's so rude it's so, someone even interjected, yeah, someone interjected someone tried to like, save her i'm actually that's not rude. So rude i'm telling you she's doing but the madness this person is trying to, to kill my me. hands yeah. um and i thought of that recently i thought imagine if anyone ever saw me in that salon and think oh she's so horrible but i'm like i'm not horrible I'm not, but this I'm, this is a service i'm paying for i those hair, hair shops you know those nail shops that they treat you like you're uh, a pig in a slaughterhouse yes. And yeah. it's like At this station We'd cut your limb off And at the next one We yeah. cut your head yeah. off And then we make you pay for it I hate those yeah. salons so much So I actually I understand I get my back up as well mm. Like It's like um, When you go to Nigeria I was, I was, Someone was saying You used to talk to me about it Yeah yeah. When you go to I Nigeria I wasn't in Nigeria in the room though You went so I was in the room when you was discussing this, but you was discussing it with someone else who also understood what you were saying. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said I wasn't the only Nigerian in the room. I was like, oh. <laughs> you're <am> Nigerian? Nigerian. <laughs> you see my Instagram story about the guy. So basically I was in Woolwich and then someone was like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And then I thought he was just asking for direct. No, first of all, he was drawing me and I thought, please, uncle, leave me alone. Yeah. Then I thought, oh my God, he's so adamant about speaking to me. He, he might, must need yeah. directions. He was like, where can I get good meat pie? <laughs> And I was like, um, in Woolwich. Like, I, like, I really want good meat pie. Good meat pie. And he's like, and, and I am ashamed. I'm um, so dead. And then I was like, I've directed him to Tacey's. Tacey's like, is it good? Is it good? And I was like, yeah, it's good. And I thought, do I look Nigerian? Like, he was howling do you know me what down. It is? It's so funny because he probably was just like, this is Woolwich. <laughs> Surely everybody knows about the <laughs> yeah, best meat pie here. Yeah. So he was screaming. I was thinking, whoa, okay, Excuse let me, me actually just answer. Where can I get good, good meat, meat pie? <laughs> He said, is it nice? I was like, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> that is really funny. It's really funny. Um, so yeah, I think I'm Nigerian now. Okay. Yeah, to yeah, be yeah. fair, that qualifies you. Yeah, like, I'm that's, Nigerian. That's a massive compliment. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, when you go to Nigeria, you have to have a certain energy to you. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, I find it really funny how I adapt to like, I'm like, um, I don't know, normally if it's a service person, I'll be like, Hello, you're right. Yeah, so I've got an appointment. <laughs> no. After like three days, you realize like you can't it's not gonna have get you anywhere. No. You were walking, does it appointments where? <laughs> it can't have been here. Okay, hold on. Let me see with my boss. <laughs> There's no let's help you, let's have in. Everything is ah, we don't know how to do. Ah, sorry, you. Oh, we don't know okay, how to. Yeah, yeah. So you have to go in like my appointment was at two. <laughs> You even have to give a bit of head shake and shoulder shake with me. Like, my appointment was at two. What's the meaning of this? Are you serious? You know what happened to me once? So, so funny. You know, I ordered, yeah, from <laughs> Jumia, which is like, just eat or whatever. Yeah. The driver, I kept calling him, Madam, please, sorry. I'm on my way. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> There's plenty of traffic, man. Sorry, man. I'm coming. I said, okay, cool. An hour has passed. There's no sign of this, man. Sorry, man. I'm still in the traffic. I'm coming. I kept calling him. He wasn't answering. He wasn't yeah. answering. Eventually, I get in touch with Jumia because I'm like, it's been like three hours. Yeah. Where is it? He he calls me back and he's like, eh, Ma, is it okay if I bring it in the morning? What? I said, no, it is certainly not. In the 
what? Okay, he said, I'll bring it in the morning. <laughs> I said, it is not okay. And I started getting like, obviously doing my, are you okay? Yeah. Did I order it tonight or did I order it in the morning? That you're asking me if you can bring it. So you're going to take my food home yeah. and bring it to me in the morning. Can you be serious and do your job yeah. that I've paid you to do? You have to just, you have to have the energy yeah. for you. He's still bringing it in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, Jumia refunded me. But seriously, you'll be taken for idiot oh if you gosh. don't have an energy of, hey, oh, oh, come on, hurry yeah. up, kind of thing. So th- honestly, you're not a bad person. It's just sometimes you have to speak you in their to. language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But isn't that your um, blood pressure just like through the roof? Oh, 100%. And yeah. you feel so helpless. Yes. Like, I ordered this thing and you're telling me you're bringing it in the morning. I'm in a hotel as well. So it's like, I, and it's late. That's why I've ordered it. Yeah. I'm not going to go start trekking the streets of Lagos on foot to find food for myself. Like, I need you to bring oh, it now. Laughing. That's actually really Sorry, funny. Is it okay if I bring it in the morning? <laughs> no. <laughs> why would it ever? Oh my gosh. Yeah, remember when I was in Ghana and they were like, the journey was like 50 cities or something. And then he was like, he said it's 40, but 10 for aircon. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, wait, what? And lucky it was with Janelle. She's gone in. She was like, no. Mm-hmm. Sort of like, what is this? What is that? Yeah, because sometimes you don't know. Like, And you might just... I'm not stupid, yeah. but like... I don't know, maybe you want to follow the law of the land. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so funny. No. It's just it's horrible when you're in those types of situations. <laughs> those nail shops, they're like that as well. Like, yeah. they they will try and do you a bulky nail. Yeah. And you have to be like, no. And I've, I remember when I used to go to those hair shops mm-hmm. before I found my lovely girl. Um, I used to... Have uh, immediately have an attitude of I'm picky. So even if they're doing something right, I'd be like, "Did you do that?" Yes. And I think once they clock that, oh, she's one of those. Yeah. They pattern up yeah. because they assume that you might just be getting some, your nose done for the first time, and you don't like mind leaving with a bulldozer on your index <laughs> finger. Do you know what I mean? But that's literally me. I get done day every time. I do think I need to do a better job of like being a bit more assertive, mm. and also. I tend to just trust people blindly mm. and then it goes wrong and I'm, I'm living. And you're upset. And then sometimes I'm like, maybe I should have communicated exactly what I wanted. You have to go, to, you just yeah. have to find a good notion. Yeah. I'm sorry, it, black people shouldn't have to suffer for the luxurious things. Mm. Why is it that our hair, our nails, our eyelashes, yeah. it is torture. They, they These people, these service people, they treat you as though you're a criminal yeah. when you're trying to yeah, patronize yeah, yeah. them. Like, I, I've I've just sworn a, a silent vow to myself. Like I'm not going to anyone that's anyone that's gonna make me feel like that mm-hmm. when I'm a paying customer. Mm-hmm. So I finally got to a point now that my lash girl, she's not abusive. She's very nice. Good. We're friends. Yeah. Same with my nails girl, and um, hair I do myself. So, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it should definitely be a bit more of an experience as well. Like where. Black women are Small luxury Yeah like Being treated in a soft manner Yeah <laughs> like, Do you know what I actually had the best Nail experience In Lagos Um, I forgot, I forgot What the nail salon was called But On arrival A drink is waiting for nice. you Nice That's what you and want Yeah They're yeah, just yeah. so chill They're really nice Like they're constantly Oh are you okay mm-hmm. What do you think that They'll You'll pick a style They might advise you Oh what about this Like really 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 good customer service And I genuinely felt like A queen in there Same I had that in Mexico as well But yeah I'm You've got to be selective And you don't have to pay Is what I've realised You just have to find The right person Yes yeah yeah Because I used to think It was like You have to spend £100 now To get a good service But you just have to find Nice people 100% Oh gosh Hair and nails boy It's so stressful I just get my hair cut. There's a really good um, hair salon. We're really plugging. All these yeah, businesses for real. Beauty for everybody. Beauty, yeah. Um, there's a really nice Turkish hairdressers in Stokey called Sinems. And I think I paid £20. It definitely wasn't £30 to just trim my hair. And they do Afro hair as well. They do Afro hair? Yeah. Are they good? Yeah, they're good. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Some girl on TikTok done like a review on them. Oh, yeah. amazing. So I wouldn't, I don't know. I don't know, I wouldn't don't get your hair braided there. <laughs> but it's like to cut it and trim it, like oh, they know they'll really wear. Good. Yeah. Cause sometimes, especially with my hair as well, my hair's I, I, you know, I finally figured out what my curl type is. Mm. It's uh 3B. Okay. Yeah, I never knew. Yeah, what that my, makes sense. Yeah, I never knew what it was. But um a lot of Turkish people have my hair, curly hair too. Yeah, a lot of Turkish people yeah, do have curly hair. So they do. I trust Turkish people with mixed race hair mm. and curly hair in general. Because yeah. yeah, they really do have yeah, they curly, have curly hair. hair. As well. Yeah. But afros, I'm surprised. But that's good. Yeah. Training. Cause it's not we're not aliens. Like yes. all you have to do is learn. So yeah. it's not shocking if they've learned. That's good. Yeah, no, it's a good little hairdressers. Mm. It's not an experience, like you're not gonna get a tea or whatever, but Quick twenty pound, whatever. Because yeah. I used to go to white hairdressers like 
for most of my life, I've gone to like white hairdressers. One, they don't know how to deal with your hair. Mm. Two, it's fucking extortionate. Like you'll pay like £140 for highlights. Or even more, actually. I've paid so more nice. for highlights before. Yeah. It's a joke. Yeah. And you, it's, it's interesting, actually, because I'm aware that my hair texture's looser than maybe Afro hair. But mm. I literally go in feeding so out of place. Mm. Like, it feels like I've got Afro hair and I'm in like a white hair just yeah, yeah. Because the way they just, the way they touch it. Yeah, and then you look to your left and right and like, they've got, um, the girl's got a blow dry out. A blowout, yeah. Whereas my yeah. blowout is like, they don't even have any serum to put in it. Yeah. So it's just, I look like a lion. Yeah. Like, it's so embarrassing. Terrible, man. It's just, I always, it's funny because whenever I leave, I'm always, I always leave and say, it's fine, I'll just fix it when I get home. Yeah. Whereas for everybody else, they're they ready to go for the night yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, because they look amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So frustrating. But I'll never do it again. See them for You just can't go to a white people person. No. Yeah. You just can't, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Unfortunately not. Um, but yeah. Not gonna ask how you are. <laughs> and I don't want you to ask me back. <laughs> do you know what? All is well. Amen. Amen. Everything Amen. is good. Amen. My life is good. I'm yes. in good health. I'm mm. in good spirits. Mm. Life is Wish going fantastic. Well. Amen. I receive it. <laughs> Sometimes you have to speak things into existence, boy. Yeah. <laughs> because ooh, child. I am in <sighs> shock at this week. But I'm not gonna get into it. Yeah. But I'm in shock at the awfulness. Yeah. But it's tomorrow's been a, another day. Yeah, tomorrow's another day. Um, like, there is, I think, at the moment, there is a general darkness around. Like even, um, um, I don't mind speaking about this. Um, my seasonal depression mm. is very much kicking in, uh, and I'm really struggling with it at the moment. Mm. Like even the other day, I went to bed. It was dark at. I think it's like darker, like four or five. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I went. I was. I was so tired, but I'm tired because it's dark. Yeah. So I was trying to soldier through the day, thinking. And I'm not gonna lie, I kind of don't have much of a life at the moment. Okay. So I was like, what could I possibly do for the next four hours? Oh, it's really sad. Yeah. It's sad. It's winter. It's winter. It's winter. So I was like, I can't. All I watch is Married at First Sight. I've caught up Bless in like you. 26 episodes in a week. Oh my god, 26. Unlike me, right? Yeah. Very unlike me. It's a fantastic it's show. It's like but yeah. four a day. It's given down and out. That's no, I watch you like a four-hour film. <laughs> <laughs> Even the other day, this one, I was like, yeah, you're down bad. I woke up in the morning, I pull it on. To be fair, I do that. Do you, like, really? if I a find program. something really, really good, yeah. I will be like, when can I sneak 20 minutes in? <laughs> so it might be that I take my laptop to the kitchen while I make my oh, breakfast. Oh, no, I literally yeah. pull up, lay down on the sofa and just watch it. Oh. Yeah. Really bad. But, um... Yes, I fell, really, I fell asleep at six o'clock oh. and then woke up at nine. Then I was doomed and I was like, what am I going to do? Oh yeah, what time did you end up sleeping that night? I mean, like three, four? Yeah. I'm, I'm down and out. It's, it's a really, it's a hard period. Um, yeah. And I think the the whole Palestine thing, genocide is really getting to me as well. Yeah. Oh, oh no, it's going to be too late. <laughs> I was going to say, come to the rally today. The and then next week, yeah. there's the march. So but, this um, weekend now. Because it's dropping on Monday. There's so much on the eleventh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you come. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we we spoke about it, Lucy on the pod before, um, and I know we kind of felt a bit, I don't know, maybe a bit unsure. We felt like we didn't had done our research enough. Mm. Um, and I put on Instagram about feeding. Do you know what I was thinking about? It's really hard to learn in public, mm. um, and this, this things about around Palestine feel like that too. It feels like it's hard to learn in front of people. Yeah, yeah. So. Even um, just not knowing sometimes feels a bit shameful. Yeah, I think there is... With activism, it's like... Obviously, things happen quickly. Mm. And it's almost like you have to jump on the ship to know what's going on and have... And there's also... Because it's so political, there's there's a lot of shame around opinions. So anything that you say is scrutinized. Like Mm -hmm. people are very intently listening to anything that anybody says about any type of um, like world issue Mm -hmm. when it's hot in the media or it's ongoing at the time. So I think that's what makes it difficult to like learn publicly. I think, I feel like I... I feel like I know, I understand what's going on. Yeah, I get... Um, Do you know what as well? Sometimes... Because I spoke to a friend who listens to this pod as well and she was intrigued to see like what was so complicated about it. And then when you actually think about it, it's not actually not it's actually not that complicated. But I think when you add the layers of like history and politics, for me yeah. personally, I feel like, whoa, yeah, it's too yeah. much for me. I don't get it. I think what 
I think it one hundred percent is complicated. Yeah, I think. What isn't complicated is that genocide is yes. terrible yeah. and we have to condemn it. Mm-hmm. But the conflict between the two countries mm-hmm. is completely complicated. Yeah. Like, of course it is. Yeah. Um, and so, but but what the re I get why there's a resistance to calling to when people say it's complicated because it sounds like they're saying, Oh, who knows who's wrong? Yeah. Well, that's not what yeah. that's not what I would ever be saying. Yeah. Or I don't know what, I don't remember what we said specifically last week, but or whatever week it was, two weeks ago. I think two but, weeks ago when we spoke about it, I don't think we were necessarily saying that, like, um, you know, it's complicated, let's not get involved. But I think, I don't know, maybe for me personally, I think because one, I didn't really understand what was actually happening. Mm. I didn't feel confident about speaking about it. Yeah. And then I think when you're not confident in something, it's kind of like, it comes across maybe you're sitting on the fence a little bit. Yeah, um, I think I, I understood what was happening. Yeah. Um, I think where I any of the the place that I'm like it's complicated is about the way that people people's understanding mm. of the the conflict and also the media like so I was talking about this the other day with a couple of friends mm. and they were asking like why do I think that people aren't confidently they 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 were saying that they understand why governments aren't Confidently condemning what's happening in Palestine oh, wow. and what Israel's doing, but they don't understand why general people are, and not that they understand in a sense of like they empathize. Oh, with it. okay. It's like they understand in a sense of there's something in them politically. Yeah, there there's politics, right? Yeah, and and it, to to side with any with either Palestine or Israel has so much attached to it. They have their own politicians and the and government has so, have agendas that we could we all condemn and think are wrong. So they know not to say they understand, but they know why. Governments aren't taking a clear side, but what they don't understand is why general people aren't, like mm. people who have no stake in it. Oh yes. And I was saying that I think there's loads of layers to it. I think there's like um, one is that Israel is historically and culturally, especially in 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 like religious terms, a very sacred land, mm-hmm. and so people aren't confident in condemning anything that bad that comes from Israel. That's and that's and that's just a fact. It's like mad. biblically, I'm a Christian, and I know biblically Israel is sacred land. Like mm-hmm. it's in the book, mm-hmm. but and I think there are loads of people that struggle to remove themselves from that idea that has been drilled into them that it is sacred land. So they they ignorantly latch onto the idea that like therefore it must be protected. Yeah, and I think. Another layer is, and I, this is what I was saying two weeks ago, people are really scared of being called anti-Semitic. Yeah, I knew he was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, and then I think another layer is just the news. Like, mm. the news is most people's source of knowledge on this thing. Like, there is, there is a fact that we aren't there. Mm-hmm. And we have to gain information from news. Mm. That's the only source of information we have where we aren't there. Mm. And so... Thank God for like journalists who are in Palestine and reporting on the ground and what's going on and that kind of thing. But outside of those pockets of truth that we are finding on social media, mm. there are these massive news outlets that have the government in their pocket that that also just have a they have their in their own sense a political agenda too, mm. and they aren't clearly condemning what's happening yeah. in Palestine. They're yeah. not they're not calling it genocide, and the language that they're using has become more sympathetic now. But we're well, not sympathetic more, more sorry, not more sympathetic, more neutral now. Yeah. Um, but it at the end of the day, flawed human beings not knowing where to find information, some people are finding it from the news yeah. and they're confused. Yeah. So the theme across the three of those things to me is ignorance, right? And that's the only reason that people wouldn't take a clear stance on it. Mm. But when I say that it's complicated, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying that it's complicated, the conflict between them, mm. and to say who's wrong, but Everything around it is a complicated mess. Yeah. What is not complicated is that then we we all need to be rallying for a ceasefire. We need to be condemning genocide. Yeah. This <laughs> like is about that humanity part is simple, more yeah. than anything. That part yeah. is beyond simple. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was watching something recently, and what I find so fascinating about the news specifically is that they're getting really intelligent and notable people to say things mm. that make it seem like. This is a balanced fight. And it's like, <laughs> who who knows who's wrong? Like, yeah. and, and I'm watching this, having known 
knowing the truth. Mm. And I'm in a blessed position that I do know the truth. Yeah. But there are loads of people, think about generations before us that aren't going to be on mm. Twitter seeing all of the pictures of children being murdered and all of the horrible stuff that we're seeing and are watching this thinking, damn. Hope those two can't so, they sort it out because yeah, they, they don't yeah, have a clue. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It like, kind of reminds me of like an abusive relationship between maybe like a man and a woman where a man has been abusive, but like the woman's, I don't know, give him a one punch. Yeah. And then like now it's like, oh, who's wrong here? And like, oh, we don't know the truth. So let's rather step back yeah. rather than yeah. actually, I guess, seeing if, seeing it directly for what it actually is. Let's and call if it wrong is wrong. Yeah. yeah, if she, yeah. He might have like murdered, not murdered her, she's not dead, but like punched her. To, to near death at one point mm. And I don't know Like blown up her house And yeah, like abuse yeah. her constantly But because of that one punch She's done It's like But she's done Sorry It's like oh Can't take any sides here. Yeah And we constantly yeah. see it happen And that's where people Kind of eliminate themselves Because it's always too controversial Yeah We had the whole thing yeah. With Tory Lanez and Meg It's like Oh don't know what to believe Yeah And it's like It's clear as day It's clear as day Yeah It's just like But yeah anyway It's It's um it's something that's been weighing on my mind a lot And I guess it's just a reminder to everybody who's listening And like, you don't have to understand it all mm. Just tap into humanity And I think yeah. that's where I finally felt attached to what was going on Because yeah. admittedly, for like, I, don't, I don't like history And I don't yeah. like politics I've never engaged in any of them yeah. And that's kind of where I pocketed it at the time It's like, this, this is too is overwhelming I don't understand me, yeah, yeah, but lucky enough actually I put like a call out on my Instagram For people to just explain it to me mm. um, And I even had a friend call me and um, done an analogy of like gangs in London mm. And that was so helpful, helpful for me Because yeah. that's how I digest information Through like storytelling Yeah. Um, so you're not a bad person Because I kind of felt bad at, If I'm honest Of like not getting it And just mm. not engaging But now I'm like You know what I do understand And another part of why I feel like I wasn't engaging enough Is like what the hell can I do But yeah, If somebody didn't t- take out the time To speak to me Then I wouldn't be going to this rally today yeah, or like yeah, or next yeah, week. So even yeah. us having a platform and speaking about it on the podcast, I hope it just urges someone to just even just watch a TikTok video. Yeah, yeah. Um, like everybody's think, capable of something. Yeah. Everyone, yeah, this is I guess it's 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 an issue as old as time of like knowing the power that mm. you have when you're just as the world will make us feel like a, a mere mortal, like yeah. a little civilian yeah. who's on the other side of the world. Um, but there is power. Like there's a lot so of power, power in us using our voices. Yeah. Like, a lot throughout the history of time, a lot has changed from people speaking yeah, and from people protesting. Yeah. And like even the the way um like there's a there's a, a new approach to the way people are speaking about it now. Mm. That's off the back of, and even government in the UK is yeah. speaking about it differently now. That's off the back of all the protesting, all yeah. the letters that people yeah. are sending to MPs. Like there's, it might feel hard and like really difficult to have any type of say, but mm. like the thing, usually the thing that actually ends up having a lot of impact Probably takes us like two minutes Or at most a few hours of our day To yeah. do like going to a rally Yeah And you'd be surprised How impactful that can be Like this rally today Is going to be huge Yeah It's going to make it. God willing will make a difference Yeah um, And it's all we can do So It's all we can do And I think People don't realise that Things like slavery Was legal at one point Yeah It doesn't make it right exactly. There's so many things That we look back on history And it's like How did that ever happen And, and we're watching are, this in, real, in time real time as well And I think people are shocked At the moment That it's happening mm. But I don't know if it's shocking everyone into action, but I do think what you're saying about like the separation of understanding and it is probably a huge driver. Like I can imagine that there are loads of people out there who just feel very confused. Mm. And I was thinking about like psychology and how interesting it is in, in like this type of situation Mm. It's like, I think at the beginning of when this all started, I think when this type of thing happens, People feel like they need to have a side Because there's a lot of pressure to have a side Yeah, And I think in the beginning People who are uninformed were like Ah, Israel! And and the reason was because Of all of those The things that I mentioned Of like historically, culturally, religiously Because they have been Jews have been oppressed For most of their lives as well So So, there's a real history there And I think that made it easier For people to just be like Oh, I guess... And now I think the same thing is happening on the other side. Mm. I think loads of people who don't actually have a clue about what's going on mm. are like, oh, it seems like everyone's tending towards defending Palestine. Yeah. Oh, Palestine. Yeah. And I that's such a dangerous way to 
to do like personal politics. Mm-hmm. I understand it though. I'm not trying to shame anybody because I actually understand when you're confused, you don't get it. And there's no real clear source of the truth. Yeah. Because everything online is just loads of, it feels like loads of opinions. Yeah. It's hard to feel connected to it. But I think what you said is spot on of like, Try to connect to the humanity. Yeah, Forget the humanity. about yeah. what is the headline and what is supposed to be considered right or wrong. Mm. And like, even forget about the history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's What's not happening relevant. right now? Yeah, like what is happening yeah. right now? What are you seeing? And yeah. how does that make you feel? Mm. Does that seem right to you? Like just connect with yourself again and get, bring it back to the basics of like, is it right or is it wrong? Mm. And I can guarantee you will land on genocide is wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it is. But yeah, use your voice. You genuinely just don't know how powerful it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, I feel like this isn't Drake's new album. Don't be afraid to jump on it late. Yeah, You don't have to be... Because I think there's also a culture on this internet where people are like, why are you joining on it now? Like, we can join... I I could be enthusiastic about this in February. People want to be like the first one to say it. And it's like, you do realise this is a war. Yeah. And, well, it's not a war. It's genocide. Yeah. And it's it's something that the entire world is Mm. watching happening. Yeah. You're not going to be the first to hear the the album. Like, everybody is in this and we're all just trying to educate ourselves and do our very best. Mm. Also, none of us asked for this. Like, we're all victims to this. Even, this is going to sound very like, uh, Victim tears, not victim tears, like white. No, I get it. Yeah. 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 But like, even the fact that you're, we're feeling distressed looking at content from Mm. it. Like, we shouldn't have to endure endure that as well. Like, it's funny actually, because even I think two nights ago, I was in bed and I was sobbing the whole time. And I actually thought about talking to someone about it and I thought, we're almost supposed to say, oh, I'm crying over this video. Like it's given, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah. It was very the distressing. Content is yeah. incredibly We're not meant distressing. to be seeing things like We're that. We're not meant to be yeah. seeing children yeah. being killed. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think I read uh, the other day that fifty percent of Palestine's ch- the population is children. Yeah, it's, it's just, just mad. And I think sometimes when you, unfortunately, in life, to connect with things, you have to kind of put yourself in that situation. And I'm even thinking of like, um. When I was younger, I think I might have mentioned it on the pod before. We, we, me and my family had to flee domestic abuse. Mm. And lucky enough, we live in the UK. So I was fleeing to another big safe house. There mm. wasn't like, uh, we did live in fear, but there wasn't any sense. Of, and by the way, I'm not saying that domestic violence is fine. And we were fine. Mm. But like the fact that me probably telling the story is like, oh my God, that's crazy. Like mm. we was uprooted from our home and had to move somewhere else. That is scary. And obviously that is traumatizing within itself. But like, imagine... There's bombs dropping on our heads And like we're literally being killed And like People be like Oh my god they're children Like we are This is really really happening mm. um, Yeah so I feel like Sometimes you have to just put yourself in In their shoes a little bit Like imagine yeah. For example your nephew got told tomorrow Like oh sorry We're um, We're tearing down your house Because of I don't know We're building new flats here Move to Dover mm. You'd be like What the fuck yeah, Like you'd yeah. probably be distraught Because you know, your nephew who lives down the road from you is now being force, forcefully moved yeah, somewhere else. Yeah. Like, imagine how crazy that is. Yeah. This is that situation on crack. There's, it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's normal people trying to live normal lives who are just being murdered and yeah, attacked. Like, it is yeah. disgusting. And it, what, what, what I fear as well is that the, the survivors are going to be living in rage and it's just not going to end. Similar yeah, to hood beef. It gets, it like goes down no through generations. There's no justice. Yeah. And this is more shit to add to the history yeah. of, of conflict between the yeah. two now. And it's just, yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm genuinely praying for everyone there. Like I saw a journalist on Twitter talking about how she's choosing, she's from Gaza and she mm. was saying that she's choosing to stay there to wow. report on the ground, like the actual Oh, is facts. it the young kind of girl? Yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. There's quite a few of there them is a few, that yeah. is like... There's another guy are, who's... Um, my friend was saying that they're probably the most important journalist in the whole entire world. Yeah, yeah, moment. yeah. And I he does like really about. clear pictures. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's <sighs> it's like these people are actually risking their lives because yep. they understand the magnitude of, peop- of, of people knowing the truth. Yes, yeah. Because and how many lives that could possibly save you know what I mean? through spreading the truth. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, it is heartbreaking. But yeah, prayers... Definitely with everybody there. Yeah. Even on, on, on the side of Israel, like yeah. there are people being innocent people innocent being people killed there. Killed. Like and yeah. it's wrong. Yes. It's wrong all around. It's yeah. wrong all right and all round. But yeah. but obviously 
Palestine is trying to protect itself. I'm not saying Palestine is trying to protect itself to say Hamas is right for yeah. being terrorists. Yeah. But I'm saying Palestine is cl- the very clear yeah. victim of genocide yeah. at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> and that ain't it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Heavy. <laughs> I feel like I probably am even offloaded there. You know, you overexpose yourself. You're like, hmm, should I have said that? Oh, in what um, sense? Just about fleeing domestic violence. I feel like, did I mention that before or not? I think you might have. I might have. But anyway, yeah. that's the truth. But um, we can maybe explore that at another later date. Yeah. Right. Toxic for reads. Hey, girls. I really enjoyed last week's episode. It was hilarious. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I have a toxic thought, which I have about my own sister, which I feel bad about. But here it goes. <laughs> Me and my sister were born and raised in a working class household. My mum is a single parent who tried, tried her best to raise us both. She wasn't perfect, but always tried her best to put food on the table. Fast forward a couple of years. Um, my sister has been in a relationship for three years with a man who's from a middle class family. And I feel like she's become a, become a bit of a snob because of it. Mm. His family have a holiday home, which they visit twice a year and do typical middle class things. I'm happy for my sister because we weren't put on this earth to suffer. But I have a problem with how she now looks down on my family and especially my mum. She came to visit us recently and was just thrown left, um, sorry, was just thrown shade left, right and centre. She commented on how unhealthy my mum was um, and said she should stop eating takeaways and that she should maybe try and read a book instead of watching Coronation Street all the time. She's forgotten where she's come from and I think she's a full-time twat, if I'm honest. (laughs) Guys, please help. I do want to love my sister, but I feel like she's a bit classist. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Dear, oh dear. I'm going to be seeing a lot of this in the next couple of generations. Absolutely. I hate to say it. Yeah. Um, I think. Well, maybe not actually. How so? I feel like um, I, I, I actually have no idea about class and stuff, but maybe some people will just stay working class because of the, world, the world's, well, the UK's in a really shit place at the moment. I think a lot of people stay working class, but I also think I'm more mean that, like, because we're in a generation that is more likely than... Accessible than before. Than before. Yeah, like, yeah, more you. people will. And this dynamic is going to be a thing because, like you said, a lot of people will stay working class. Yeah. And a lot of people within families mm-hmm. that are working class will become uh, middle class. Mm-hmm. And... So yeah, I, I reckon this tussle is going to be a thing for a while. And truthfully, if we're talking like the actual definition of middle class, mm-hmm. um, we're all middle class. Yeah, like, we actually are middle class. But I, I get what the sentiment is behind this, and it's like it's interesting because it's a class, and it's uh, as I think we've spoken about this before. It's like a class and a race thing intertwined. Mm. I think because if we are middle class, what makes this person more middle class than us, other than the way that they perceive themselves? Oh, okay. So do you mean as in like the girl who's t- we don't know what class she is, but um, if she's middle class, what makes her sister more middle class than her? Yeah. Oh, okay. Other got than. You. The way she perceives herself. Got Obviously, you. she might have a different lifestyle. She she probably has more money. Yeah. But as far as class is concerned, it's like... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Are you actually of a higher class? Or is it that you would like to believe you are because it makes you feel better about yourself? Because some people actually choose things to make, to imply that they've got more money or appear more middle class than they actually are. Yeah, 100%. I think we even spoke about this, I was going to say years ago, as if we've been doing the pod for years, months ago, about. Um, our taste in food sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I will shop at MS, even though I actually can't afford MS. Mm. I'll go to MS. Yeah. It's funny actually, the other day I was so broke and I was like, okay, come on, let me be good with my money. And I was in MS, end up in MS. <laughs> and then I bought like a chicken. It was like £5.50, bought some vegetables. I think the whole meal came up to like £12. Yeah. I thought, fantastic deal. 
Because you were in But M&S. it was actually a good deal. But it was because was I was in one M&S. meal for 12 pounds. Basically, I had a half a chicken. I can cut it into two. There was enough chicken for two, two meals. It's, a it's good not the worst. <laughs> but you could get but, better. But, but. You went to Aldi. There was Lidl's like three doors away. Yeah. I could have literally just gone yeah. to Lidl. Sometimes it's like that though. It's like when you're down bad is when you're like, fuck, fuck it. it. You know you have nothing else to lose. I'm like, got nothing might as well spend every single penny. Yeah, literally. No point, um, saving 5p. Literally. Like, where's the 5p suite? Yeah. Let's get this basket up to a round number. <laughs> I actually hear you. Yeah. No, but I, I do, I think uh, more often than not, people like this, to put it plain and simple, mm. before us of ourselves, you hated your upbringing. Yeah. You hated that you yeah. came from working class background. Yeah. And now you resent yourself. Yeah. Like it makes you very uncomfortable to go back to that place. There's probably a little part in your brain that is scared that you will go back. Yes. That like, if yeah. you spend too much time with people, your family, and like it, indulge in that too much, you might actually like it. Mm-hmm. And you might, next thing you know, find yourself back there. And you don't want to be back there because yeah. there's trauma attached to it for you. Yeah. Um, I agree as well. And I think what I did think um, when I saw this was that. Maybe that person has so much imposter syndrome with her boyfriend's family that when she goes back to her own household, she's like, you guys are the fucking reason why I'm experiencing all this imposter syndrome with this middle class family. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's like, yeah. she, there, when she's with her boyfriend's family, she's playing keep up all the time and she's noticing gaps like, oh, I didn't experience this when I was younger. I didn't have this. And then when she goes home, this is a clear indication as to why she was never middle class. Mm. Because instead of her, instead of discussing a, a book around the dinner table, her mom's watching Coronation Street. Yeah. So she's like, oh, for fuck's for sake. For fuck's sake. This yeah. is, and there's probably even a resentment of her having to work so hard to even get to that point where she's middle class or around people. Yeah. Because her mom never gave her those foundations yeah. to do so. Yeah. Um, which is annoying because what I get really frustrated about with things like that is like, yes, your mom did. She put food on the table to feed you. You know, you went to school. Um, like she put you in education or whatever. She tried the best that she could mm. with the resources that she had. So how dare you with your snobby way be like, we didn't have beetroot salad growing up. Like, Literally, maybe she couldn't afford that. She couldn't that. afford that. And also maybe culturally, that's not what yes. you, you grew up, she grew up yeah. eating. Like, and it makes me sad because it is, I think we are, this is why I'm like, it's a race thing, it's a class thing. Because mm. we're so quick to hate ourselves. Like things that are actually fine, yeah. but just culturally different. Yeah. We're so quick to hate them. And it's, because it's funny, like, she's used Coronation Street as an example. Mm. If you had a middle-class colleague at work or friend mm. or someone who's really rich who's like, oh, my God, love Corrie, it would be like, yeah. quirk. Yeah. She's quirky. Yeah. What a quirk of hers that she watches. Can you believe she's still watching yeah, Coronation yeah, Street? Yeah. How down-to-earth of her. It, and it's like, you can't just see it as something that is like... As a human, maybe they just fucking yeah. find it entertaining. You've attached so much no, politics to it. Do you know what community get away with, um, like loving um, things like that? Um, mm. Gay people. Mm. It's like it's like pop culture, even though it's trashy. Okay, it's kind of glorified. That is actually yeah. true. It's glamorous. Yeah, because yeah. even I think, do you know that Instagram page called Love of Huns? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of yeah. like it's for the gays. Yeah. And like they're allowed to glorify it. Yeah. And like, yeah. It's it's fun sort yeah. of thing. It's similar to. I guess this is just human nature. It's similar to gentrification. Mm. It's like we slum it now. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't realize as well how much of like probably. Um, like a pawn you are to that middle class family, especially mm. if you're black. Mm. So, like, they probably go around saying, oh, yeah, we've got a black in our family. Yeah. Or we've yeah. got someone from a working class background. It's yeah. a trade off because a lot of, and I always say this working class people, you have swag. Mm. You have so much swag mm-hmm. that some people, they can't buy it. Yeah, they could never buy it. <laughs> you can't, can't be buy the swag. Yeah. Like, so embrace where you've come from. There's, there's no shame in that. Yeah. And it's actually, it's kind of, um, <laughs> My mom used to tell me growing up um, being mixed face, like you're best of both worlds. Um, you're like Hovis French. <laughs> oh, bless you're giving 50 50. Yeah, saying? she's like, you're the best of both worlds. Don't worry. Best of both worlds. Like, yeah. I'm so The whole That's world sees really me as funny. black. And then when I go home, what I see is white people. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny that you say that. Bless her. You said Hovis. Yeah. 50 50 bread. Um, but like, you're actually in a privileged, privileged position where like you're middle class, you're now have access to all these great things that they experience. And then you've also got the working class experience, which is also an experience within itself. And then also what is the silver lining in all of this as well is that you you might even value things a bit more. 
than like the middle class person should. I know mm. that sometimes that comes with trauma of like, you know, you're cherishing hot water because you never had it growing up sort yeah. of thing. I think I'm just saying that because of my experience. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like there's no harm in appreciating the smaller things in life. Mm. Um, and I think when you do exercise gratitude, and have, I don't know, appreciate the small things. You're actually happier. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. Rather than, I think there's a lot of people out there and, you know, we hear it a lot. We see people without money also experience a lot of hardship and stuff. But sometimes they're actually lost for a cause because it's like, I have, I've had access to all of this all my life. What's my purpose? Oh, people that have never had to work for anything. Yeah, work basically. hard or yeah, anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously on the flip side. You know, sometimes when you've had to work too hard, there's loads <laughs> of, of course, I'd rather be I'd rather be middle class. I would lie. way rather yeah. be. Of course. <laughs> who would be like I'd rather slam it yeah. and work, pull my socks up by the by the boots of my the straps of my boots or whatever? Rather but not. Yeah. Definitely no, rather ain't not. No way. No. But um yeah, I don't know. I just think sometimes there's a real resentment um with a lot of people when they, I don't know, transition to being middle class from where they came from. Yeah. And it's it's like you really just are a victim to the world, aren't you? Yeah. Because yeah. why can't you earn more money and not hate your family mm. at the same time? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's so interesting how complicated we make certain things. Like, we work really hard to, you know, get out of hardship or whatever. Mm-hmm. You get out of hardship and now you have a new hardship and that is... That you hate your family because they're not out of hardship. Yeah, and then you, then it's an ongoing cycle because what usually happens with those people is they eventually get to a point that they then make it their mission to get their family out of what they have perceived as hardship, <coughs> mm. and that can create such a conflict because a lot of the time, the family still being working class don't actually hate themselves. No, they don't. Yeah, <laughs> they're fine. With themselves. they're fine. Yeah. yeah, and it's not to say they don't want more, more money. Yeah, but they don't necessarily look at this person who has this self-hate issue going yeah. on and think wow I want to be like you it's more like cool st- cool life you've set up for yourself yeah here. someone's actually happy for you yeah as well. like even with my mom my mom is comfortably working class mm. and anything that I've achieved she's happy for me yeah, she's yeah. never like buy me a house or like where's yeah, the pressure yeah. she's like I tried my best what I could and then I've set up I've the foundation to do better go and prosper yeah, yeah. Mm. and that's how it should be mm. but yeah no I it is I think the best thing that people like that could do is like get some therapy to be yeah, honest. Yeah, with you. get some help. Yeah. I've been there as well. I'm not gonna lie. There's there are times where I think maybe like mid twenties when um like I've always struggled with like food and eating and not mm. understanding food. Um and I remember going to see my mum once and I think she cooked and there was no vegetables and I thought, ah, this is where it's come from. Yeah. This is why I have my issues because yeah. growing up you never made vegetables. <laughs> and if it was it was in a packet. Like I'm like, mixed veg. Mixed veg. Did you just have mixed veg? Well, yeah, sometimes. That's the only it's yeah. <laughs> it's the only vegetables and corn on the cob. Corn on Maybe the cob. Maybe frozen oh, corn. Not the corn on well. the cob. Yeah. <laughs> corn on the cob was when we were doing it elite, but frozen vegetables <laughs> yeah. were the bee's knees Oh broccoli We used to have a lot broccoli. of broccoli Or even like when um When you buy a salad bag Why can't it be like The rocket one Why does it have to be like The lettuce The, the lettuce iceberg, iceberg yeah. one It's, like, I hate it's you. just water yeah. <laughs> There's no No nutrients no, in lettuce in Yeah But that's the privilege That I have like Now I'm in my older age I have the privilege of like Thinking about what salad I like mm. When my mom was growing up She's just trying to buy What's the cheapest Yeah I think it's a life thing An age thing as well yeah. Of growth Like I've seen I think I almost think it's not right of passage, but mm. it kind of is near inevitable that when you're transitioning to like earning more mm. and usually your parents, because not your family, because like I'm the youngest yeah. of seven and <laughs> my siblings all had to go through that transition before me. Um, so it was just my parents that I was a bit like, oh, with. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's just one of those things that when you're a bit immature, you experience yep. because you probably feel the pressures of the world more than ever because mm. you're in that phase of like you're still learning yourself you do know yourself to some degree you're 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 kind of setting the foundations for who it is that you think you want to be in the world but mm. that's still so heavily influenced by who you're told you're supposed to be mm. and what you're told like the very basic understanding of what's respectable mm. it's like that kid who's like actually should be a guitarist because they love a guitar <laughs> and they're amazing guy 
but they're trying to study accounting at uni yeah. because they they still believe that that's the way they're supposed to be. I have a question for you, actually. Mm. Yeah. What do you think of that trend that goes around about like how my African parents messed me up? Have you seen that? No. Have what you not the seen fuck? it? No. I've seen it so much on TikTok. I've been meaning to ask you. Yeah. So there's a lot of people who do slides. Though I think I saw one recently. I had like 35 slides on how her African parents messed her up. And it's like um, dismissing me, not allowing me to go out. Um, there's a lot of hatred for African parents. Yeah. And I'm like... We spoke about this briefly the other week, didn't we? Did we? About the girl that was on TikTok talking about how she set boundaries with her mom and blocks Yes. Her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's an actual trend that I've been seeing so much. I'm like, this really doesn't sit... I'm not African, so it's hard to have too much of an opinion. But as a human, I'm like, this is wrong. Even the fact that they're saying how my African parents... Yes, it's how my African parents mess me up. Where are you from? (laughs) Because what? And also, it's like... I just feel like TikTok is not the time and the place to do that. Like, I do understand that there's maybe cultural... um, There's ways that maybe culturally parents shouldn't bring up their kids, but also maybe their parents brought them up that same way too Do you know what I get and, my back up Sorry go Yeah on. I just think Sometimes like I know it sounds A bit ignorant of me But is it that bad Yes I think <laughs> it, it sounds like Yeah It's techy <laughs> to say this But it yeah. does sound Like an element Of like uh, Spoiled brat <laughs> Everybody's parents Has messed up in, Up in a certain in way And I do ways. get Maybe culturally There are things That need that to be changed different. But 35 reasons yeah. And also Why is it My African parents I just, yeah. just chill it With just all doesn't... that You know what I'm, I'm yeah. um, I have a thing Where I'm funny With community And the things That we discuss within And what we share With outside mm, of it yeah, I think okay, there yeah, are Certain you. topics And issues That There's like A worldly hate Towards mm. it Yeah Already mm. And as a part of that Group yeah. that there is a out, outside hate coming in for you. We sometimes need to be a bit protective of the way that we address the issues with our community I externally. Agree. I agree. I feel like that about like black people. I feel like that about Christians. Mm. I think the, the the default setting for certain issues. So when it comes to like African parents and upbringing mm-hmm. of, of children or whatever in this Western world is that it's bad. Mm-hmm. Everything we do is wayward and backwards. Like it is laced in racism, the way that African parenting is perceived. Yeah. We are not stupid. So we know that there are flaws. Of course. In the way that I will say Nigerian, because there are how many countries in Africa? You (laughs) stupid Gen Zers that are saying my African parents. (laughs) Anyway, like there are flaws in the way that that our parents have raised us individual. Some of it is down to culture. Some of it is down to individual Mm. and not the fact that they're just African. And we need to be careful about the way that we dress, address those things externally because mm-hmm. it's so easy to fuel that external hate yeah. when you go out there chatting shit yeah. about your own parents on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Does your, your, you're probably still cool with your mom. Does your mom know that you're <laughs> cussing on the internet? Do you know what it is as well? It's like, yeah, I, I really wholeheartedly agree about like protecting your community because within communities, there's also a language that you use that outside people are not going to get. Yeah. So even if you're like, oh... Um, my uncle's so fresh He's this mm-hmm. And it's like Obviously to, Speaking to another African person Or even me Where I've grown up In a community Of black people I yeah. get what you're saying yeah, But to yeah. some extent Like Sally might be on TikTok And has come across This TikTok of like How my African parents Has messed me up yeah. She might go on Hinge And kick off a black man yeah, Who's African like, of, Don't want to have yeah, a child With no, him Because yeah, they're messed up yeah, Like yeah. You, you don't know the, You don't understand The implications that you have yeah. Of pointing information out yeah, there Yeah um, 100% But there's no real context yeah. For what's going on Because a lot of things That she was saying I haven't not heard that from my other friends like mm. you know maybe you you know you didn't allow me to date when I'm younger and then suddenly you want me to find a husband yeah like that is yeah. I get it but with context in the community who understand what you're speaking about yes yeah. go and speak to a friend about it like yeah. put it on, on TikTok for people who you have access who don't get it and it's damaging gonna, yeah it is it's really it is. damaging and I, I I find this thing like this view that I have Difficult because mm. what I don't want to sound like is someone who's like protecting bad behavior. Yeah, who's yeah, like yeah, yeah. just because it's happened to us, we don't need to tell everybody about mm. it. Like call out bullshit. Yeah, I, I actually agree with that. Yeah. But I think there are just certain things that there's also a context that you just can't ignore. Mm-hmm. Like the context is that we actually live in a racist time and yeah. society. So you can call out your parents, but I guess do it with empathy. Like like you were saying, culturally we know how they were raised. Yeah, and. 
the stuff that this person's talking about, I'm not talking about like abuse and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Call that out however you want, whatever. But you're talking about your parents putting pressure on you to marry. Like yeah. you don't actually need to make this uh we're we're, we're slating our parents on TikTok thing. Like Do you know what they it's use? not it's like, that deep. Where did it go? Oh, that it's supposed to be funny. I get it. No, it's not funny. No, they're serious. <laughs> oh, they're serious. Do you know when people use that I thing? I thought people it's were like joking. A... Yeah, you're cracking me up. <laughs> It's like, oh, all right. This, I know the song. Yeah, but everyone does it for like the deep TikTok. Yeah, they do do it for the. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? It's so funny with TikTok songs. Like, how did this become the, the song yeah, the for this? Song, yeah. <laughs> Some random white girl said, <laughs> Why is that the song for trauma for? now? <laughs> Poor thing was They're probably just... writing a song from her heart. And yeah, now no. she's got a little stupid Gen Z kid saying, My African parents tried to force me to get married. <laughs> They didn't force it No that's different Sorry not forced to get married But yeah. pressure to get married and After it, being single Or whatever It's just like Of course as you said before Like let's not condone Bad things Like you know There is an understanding of Yeah it's unreasonable To not allow me to date And then all of a sudden You want me to find a husband And that does have a real effect On like people's mental health And stuff like that But I think it's the whole It's the package African for parents, me yeah. The African parents Because every culture Every parent As shiny as you think White people are Clearly They've got their shit. Do you want me to do my own TikTok? My mum, my white mum, how she messed me up. No, literally. Anyway. Didn't know what to, what's doing to put in my hair. Where did <laughs> Introduce me to reggae at 10 years old. Where was that? Didn't make me oxtail. <laughs> like, come on. Everyone's Stupid. got their shit. Don't make everything an African thing. Like, I just Yeah I just Ugh. It was the African for me I'm like really The fact that it's a trend Is very bad Yeah Yeah, yeah check it out I was just like Why am I seeing this so often Yeah But um Yeah stop hating Where you're coming from man Yeah And like the grass isn't Actually always green the On the other side The grass is not It rarely is Yeah It rarely is green On the other side Do you know yeah Have you ever experienced this When you were younger So Was it Yeah we grew up in Hackney So and I grew up in London Fields where there was still kind of a divide between like middle class and probably working class. Mm. So I had middle class friends. I never get forget the first time I went to my friend's house. She's middle class. Her mom literally made croissants for like breakfast. Mm. And then she was like, fuck off, I hate you, bitch. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, white people speak to their parents. Crazy. I never would have comprehended that. She swore. She said, fuck off. Fuck off. Thought, they swear? <laughs> they like, swear. And not I just thought like, I'd be like, mama, general. please, leave me be. Like, <laughs> mama, mama, thank you so much for the croissant. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. They swear. That's fuck it. off. She said, fuck off. Jesus Could it, I, I remember thinking Oh my gosh Where am I And I'm not gonna lie The house felt so chaotic mm. I remember the mum Hated the dad They'd split up But they were kind of Still together But yeah, split up And it yeah. was Even as a child I felt so much tension In that house Right um, It was a huge house But um, <laughs> <laughs> More space for tension I guess Yeah And I never forget This is just me being shady now I wanted to wash And she was like But you washed yesterday <gasps> And I thought I wanna wash again <laughs> And she was like She said it's not good You should um, You'll get rid What did she say You're getting rid of The, the oils good. in your body Wow Yeah and I thought I But wash. I want to wash Please. I want to go home Forget the cross Get me out of here I'll have Coco Pops As the version I'm Like so get me out of here like, It was chaotic I feel like I used to go Because I say there a few times Where I actually felt quite stressed in that mm. environment. Um, but yeah, the grass isn't always greener, man. No, it really isn't. Everyone's got their shit. Every like, family is dysfunctional. Yeah, like, seriously. This idea that we're the only ones with dysfunction in our families, like it needs to die. It's not true. It really does. So yeah, yeah and the thing is, this babe, eventually she'll see the dysfunction in the family that she's yeah. married into. Yeah. And she'll probably come run, run into her family yeah. for shelter <laughs> yeah. from it. Like, that's just how it goes. Yeah. I love like obviously not all working class people, but I re- I've always cherished the sense of community. Mm. Um, it's interesting actually because I now live in a block where um, the people on the top where I, I am we're all pr- renting privately, and then underneath is like where people don't work. You can just kind of tell if I'm okay. honest. And like when I yeah, you can just tell. I'm ignorant of me, but I can just tell. Mm. Um, and I know that I can knock on any doors, na- um, anyone's neighbor, and ask for sugar mm. and ask for help. Even yeah. in the, the the group chat, like everybody's so welcoming and helpful. That's when really like nice. it, when I we spoke about this when we were younger, when we grew up in a working class, you know, environment. 
every door was open. Everybody's mm. willing to help. We're a community. There was so much community projects going yeah. on. And like, they always felt like there was that support. Yeah. Whereas now everyone speaks about it. Like, you don't know your neighbor. Yeah, you no really don't. No one you speaks really to each don't. other. Yeah. And it's funny because we're more isolated than ever mm-hmm. now. So we actually need that There's community. There's a massive trickling effect yeah. that it's having on people. We were even talking about just how like, the fact, the lack of community and how it's making so many more people really in introverted and mm. like, just into themselves and not people don't know how to speak to people as much yeah. anymore. Like the knock-on effect of all of this is huge. It's huge. Yeah. And a lot of middle class people in quotation marks are actually still broke mm-hmm. and they can't afford to have a community. So me, for example, I live so far away from everybody. I'm technically, I guess maybe working class, um, middle class, but like mm. I live so far away from people because I can't afford to live in in city London. Yeah. And I'm isolated because yeah. I can't afford to and to get an Uber yeah. or drive or whatever. Like yeah. so it's not actually even a good thing no, sometimes. It's like not. Yeah. middle class people are still struggling for money. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's no indication of wealth at this point. Crabs in a barrel. Yeah. The way we are all desperate to be better than somebody else. Yeah. And you become a snob and you shut yourself in the foot now. And now you're lonely. You've got no community. Yeah, you're lonely drink, drinking wine every night. Literally. Like, <laughs> happy for you can afford the wine, I guess. Yeah. Hope your kidney survives. Yeah, like, it's, yeah it's really yeah, it's sad. Yeah. It's a sad shame. It's a sad case. But yeah, I think with this girl, maybe just speak to your sister about how, not necessarily, you don't have to have a deep chat about like class and stuff, but maybe just remind her of where she's, how she's being perceived. Yeah. Because I think sometimes I've done this before as well. As I said before, when I used to go back home and when we used to be doing stuff and I'm like, this is wrong. You think you're actually doing the right thing, but mm. actually you're coming across really judgmental. Yeah, and like a twat. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, just a bit stuck up and it's like, who do you think you are? Like telling me what food I should eat. Like, fuck off. And you, you're so convinced that the way you're doing life or the way you perceive the world and life is good that you actually think you're trying to help. Yeah. Like you, in their mind, yeah. it's like, I'm going to upgrade my yeah. family. And it's like, what if that isn't actually upgrading? Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And also, as a middle class person, you can still eat unhealthy, but just more in a snazzy way. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 100%. You have a gentrified burger yeah. instead of one from Perfect Fresh. With chicken. alcohol. Yeah. Like, with, do you know what I mean? Probably just equivalent. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. The, the things that we've attached worthiness and mm. like betterness to is, it is very interesting. Yeah. It's sad, really, isn't it? As you said, yeah. Crabs in the barrel. Yeah. 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 Somebody has to be at the top, somebody has to be at the bottom, and we're all scrambling. Not realizing that technically we're all kind of at the bottom together. <laughs> <We are. laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. one paycheck away from being working class or showing up at the job center, mate. No, that's not even I never forget when I took time off work. Um, I took five months off work. I don't know who I thought I was. And I went to the job center. I thought, well, let me just get something. Might as well. And I think she said to me, she was like, yeah, a hundred pounds. I'm just like, pound. I was like, what, a week or? She's like, no, a month. I thought, <laughs> Well, I'm not coming I need back to get here. a job. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I yeah. Didn't, yeah, but like, I was thinking, what's the point? Yeah. Because I, I even said, I was like, well, what about if I had other things to pay for? <laughs> she said, we have to figure it out. I was thinking, I can't believe this. Yeah. People, and also middle class people are really ignorant to how much working class people actually get in benefits. Mm. They just think that they're scrounging and they live, they're living yeah, a lavish life. The people really, really think not. that they're not. It's a no, struggle. It's a struggle. Yeah. I couldn't believe, I can't remember what the figure was, but that I was really, I was so It's sad, it's sad. Baffled. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people are living in genuine poverty. Yeah. It's sad. <sighs> but yeah. What? No, literally, we need to wheel up the tune. <laughs> what a depressing what episode. Oh no, the chrome on my nails. Only in one place. I was going to say it's starting to come off. But um, what a depressing episode. Yeah, it was a little bit depressing. One pity, one poem. You know, we're all family, so we're just trying to match your mood with ours. <laughs> what? I said, we're all a family here. So we're trying to match their mood oh, with ours. Oh, we're trying to bring them we're down. We're trying with to bring us. you guys down. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you like it or not, uh, we're all down bad. We're actually all down together. We're all down bad. Because the way my head is half here, half yeah. somewhere else right now. <laughs> I'm really it's struggling. Like there's moments where I'm speaking, I'm getting rage in my, in my chest. <laughs> I keep, same, yeah. looking at same. I keep looking at the clock thinking, to unleash some fire after this episode. <laughs> yeah. no, no, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. Don't pray? Sure. I'm going to put you on the spot. No, it's fine. Okay. God, thank you so much for getting us through this week's episode. <laughs> Are you, close your eyes. Yeah, looking I'm, at I'm me. feeling it. Oh, I'm closing my eyes. Oh, oh, okay. oh go, go, go. Um, thank you for our lives, God. Thank you for always being in control of our lives. 
we know that this is a very rough time for us. And we're really, really struggling to see the light at the moment because we're so frustrated. But I know that as always, we will brighten our days. You will come through and you will save us from the rage that we're feeling, the stress that we're feeling, the frustration that we're feeling. Any listeners this week that are going through something, God, I pray that you heal their hearts. Bring them peace as they try and navigate whatever situations that they've got going on. And eventually, happiness, Lord, because we sure do need it. Amen. Amen. I feel that. Amen, 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 amen. We wish you a beautiful and blessed week, guys. We will not be down next week. We'll be up. We'll be up. We're going to be up in the bank. (laughs) We're going to be up in spirit, (laughs) up in mind. Yeah, man. And we're also going to attend a rally this week, Saturday, for supporting Palestinians who are going through it at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember where it is, but we'll share it to our story or something. Yeah, sure. Um, Love you lots, guys. Love you lots. See you next week. Adios. Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.